Live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, this is a special edition of Positively West Virginia, the COVID-19 Daily Business Briefing. I'm your host, Jim Matuga. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, uh, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you and thousands of others each week on iTunes, Spotify, and through our statewide distribution network with WVNews.com. Since March 19th, though, uh, we've been bringing you these daily special edition broadcasts, and we're focused specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current pandemic storm that we're all facing? When we first started this podcast back in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who've built their companies right here in West Virginia. Quite simply, we want to help West Virginia businesses win. We appreciate the opportunity each week to tell positive, inspirational stories that encourage people to start their businesses right here in the Mountain State and keep their companies here and make West Virginia stronger than ever before. And of course, you can learn all about our mission at PositivelyWV.com. Every week, though, we're bringing you live special subject matter experts from right here in West Virginia to help business owners and leaders with practical ideas you can use to get you through this storm right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers. The State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Mark McMillian. Mark McMillian is principal at McMillian Leadership Associates right here in West Virginia. Mark is a seasoned leader with over 25 years of leadership experience, training, and practice. As a West Point graduate, he was privileged to learn at the finest school of leadership in the world, West Point, of course. Mark retired as a lieutenant colonel in 2013, and, and then he founded McMillian Leadership Associates, a company committed to delivering useful, pragmatic leadership training at all levels of a company. It's an honor to have Mark McMillian as our guest today. Mark, thank you for being on the show. Great to talk with you, Jim. I'm delighted. I'm a huge fan. I've followed you since 2017 on Positively <laughs> West Virginia. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks again for being on the show. And 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 Mark, you know, before we get into our subject matter, uh, I'd like to take a, a quick second first off and just ask how you personally are doing right now, you and your family. Um, we're doing well. Uh, the homeschool is a, is a real challenge. I've got a twelve and thirteen year old boys that uh, still are getting trail broke, so to speak. I've got a <laughs> senior in high school, which is a huge impact on her prom graduation yeah. uh she's an exemplary student and not struggling i've got one in college at, uh, in grad school and that's uh, some challenges in of itself but we're surviving we're doing really well business is flat as as it is for so many people in these crazy times but mm-hmm. we're all healthy and and deeply thankful for the blessings we have yeah mark uh before we uh, dive in also uh, i want to thank you for your service your military service I, we really appreciate that on behalf of all of our listeners out there we really appreciate your your military service for our country uh, talk mark a little bit about mcmillian leadership associates uh, what is it that you do and how do you help people The bottom line is really I help companies operate, execute better. Mm. And I do that by improving and increasing their leadership capabilities and skills. There's an old debate about whether leaders are born or made. 
I firmly believe that leadership consists of a set of skills that can be learned, developed, mm-hmm. practiced, and improved. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. Uh, primary accountability, respect, trust. I think those are the four bedrock principles of leadership that are have withstood the test of time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Mark, you're you're dealing out there with with business owners, business leaders around probably around the country, uh, around West Virginia. Talk, take a few minutes and just describe the current situation that you you're seeing out there with the clients and that are facing. I know there's a, a large degree of you know everything from angst and fear to optimism and hope and somewhere in between. So, talk a little bit about what you're seeing out there right now. Well, starting in March, you really, you could smell the fear and panic. It was almost, even through the phone, you could almost, it was tangible. And and fortunately, much of that has subsided. Mm-hmm. And people have continued to, to move forward the best they can with what they can. I do, I've encouraged a lot of my clients to keep looking for ways to improve and, and to adjust. But there was that real sense of uh, almost Armageddon, of, of the, the the mountain seemed too high to climb. And I think we've turned a corner on that. I, I don't mm. mean to say we're out of the woods or with COVID whatsoever, yeah. but I think people see that, that we're not climbing Mount Everest anymore. Or if we are, we're close to the top. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way of looking at it, I think. You know, I, I, I described it this way, you know, probably a week or so ago, that everybody was freaking out uh, for mm-hmm. a— uh, you know, for, for a period of a, a few days there, myself included, mm-hmm. you know, we're like, what the heck do I do? You know, we, we, I kind of leveraged this concept of, you know, assess what we have and help people. That was my two principles that I kind of got through that freak out mode. And then as we started to uh, kind of get, you know, kind of accept things and, and you, you realize that, uh, you know, that while things were breaking down, you know, we're still a solid country. We still have a solid you know, world for the most part. And this, it's going to take a lot more than this to bring everything to its knees and, and, you know, forever. But I do think that, uh, as the realization has kind of settled in that, you know, that you hear the people utilizing this word, the, these words, I uh, can't wait to get back to the, to the normal. Right. But, uh, mm-hmm. also, uh, you know, I, I also think that there's going to be a new way of doing things, a new quote unquote normal. I, I don't really like using that. It's overused, but you know, that new way of way of life is going to be, uh, you know, and, and anytime you have a situation uh, where you're dealing with a crisis or a, a, a fundamental change in the way things are, are, are done, it's going to be hard to deal with. What are some tactics and tips that, you know, you use to, uh, to coach people through accepting that, hey, we're, we may never be getting back to normal, quote unquote? I think the, uh, the idea of the good old days is always... <laughs> lurking in people's mind people yeah. want to go back to that whether they're talking 50 years or, or five weeks ago yeah. and 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 the good old days were, were not always that good and there it's the world is not going to be like that again yeah. and we need to have that really open mind of these changes it's going to be fascinating when we go back to work it's not like turning a switch on in the bedroom then the light comes on and everything's exactly the way it was hmm. There are going to be some things that stick. There's going to be some things that do go back. But I think as a leader, you've got to maintain that future orientation, that that focus, and put those brain cells t- to hard work about what is it going to be. And I, mean, I know many people have said it, but never let a crisis go to waste. Mm. Um, think about 
the way your business is, your culture, your, how you execute is or how it was before this hit. Think about where you want it to be, that delta between the two, and how can you leverage the situation to move it where you want it to be? Mm. And and that challenge is there for leaders. And the realization that it's not going to be exactly the same, but there's some chances to improve it. There's going to be some things we just have to bear, mm. but there'll be chances to improve things as well. And focusing on how to get better is a key to leadership greatness, no matter what the circumstances are, that the status quo is never good enough. And that that's, remains so now as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I could think about, um, you know, all sorts of uh, analogies uh, to draw uh, between military crises and, and battles and, and, and business, you know, um, and obviously being with your military background, your West Point training and, and so forth is, uh, I think, brings a unique perspective to to leadership that uh, I think is a good, you know, we, you and I talked right before we hit the, the go button here that, uh, you know, that uh different points of view diversity and points of view is, is a good thing and so i, I really mm-hmm. bring i appreciate where you're coming from uh, uh, on those thoughts you know we we talk about um you know these different phases and it's almost like and i don't know if anybody's identified this but coming out of something like this it's uh, there's a uh, there's almost like a, a, a uh, just like the grief stages of grief that you go through mm-hmm. you know and i feel like that's what we're going through here and i think different people are, are, are experiencing different things uh, I, I know that some businesses right now are you know are, are suffering big time they're closed yes. they don't know how if they're going to survive they don't know if they're going to reopen i know um some businesses i'm going to have a, a a woman on tomorrow's show julie zerker with sparkle janitorial she's got a company here in west virginia that's booming Mm-hmm. I mean, she does uh, cleaning products, industrial cleaning products, and hand sanitizer. And her 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 company is just taking off, and she's hiring people. And it's like, wow, that's incredible. And then I think there's a vast majority of us that are somewhere in the middle. There, we don't know exactly what to do. And I think one of the things that uh, that, that I keep hearing is that you know, if we just knew like when the go button was going to get pushed again, you know, the restart button, uh, right. then that would be, you know, uh, a good thing. So how do you, how do you coach people to, and what do you tell leaders as they're struggling with, you know, this uncertainty of when is this going to end? What are some thoughts you have on that? You got, you have to be optimistic. You, you have to look for the good. You got to be very open with your people, that your, your employees, your, all your stakeholders, really. So not just your employees, but also your, uh, your suppliers, your customers. Sure. You want to keep those lines of communication. So be open with those. Opportunistic. Uh, find the opportunities. You know, Ms. Zirkel is, whether she planned it or, or was just fortunate, is in a, an immensely sweet spot right now because of the nature of her business and the circumstances. Yeah. Um, so I, I would encourage that you got to be open. You got to be optimistic. You got to expect good things. You got to look for the good things. I've often told people, whatever you're looking for, you're going to find. If you look for bad things, you're going to find bad things. If you look for good, you're going to find the good. It's what you choose to focus on. And your attention is one of the most valuable resources you have as a leader, certainly, but even as a person. Uh, what you elect to spend that attention on is going to reflect how well you do in this world. Absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and you know, I think that, um, you know, one of the things that uh, that keeps coming to my mind is, as I'm listening to you talk, it's it, there's this notion that, you know, when the way you lead in, in, a, in a difficult time, whether it's a crisis or a you know, a short-term thing or a long thing like we've never seen before that with this COVID-19, the the way that you lead during that is going to come back to, to you once things get going again, right? So the way that you're mm-hmm. treating your people, the way you're treat, treating customers, the way that you're treating the, the general public out there, whatever it might be, you know. Yes. Um, so, you know, making sure that you're paying your bills on time, you know, to, uh, you know, those kinds of things to your vendors. I mean, those things, those things are important, you know, and I feel like, um, you know, I, I, I would, I guess, from your perspective and your, you know, your leadership expertise, what are your thoughts on, on that, that notion that, you know, that the, the way that you're leading now is going to come back once we get out and into the, into the calm waters as, as we've been talking about. Uh, a lot of times people will say bad times reveal character or yeah. they build character. And I, and I, um, I believe they, they reveal character, but they also contribute to, it. but I think what you're talking about is respect. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be times, even as a business owner where as horrible as it sounds, you may be in a position where you have to decide which bills you can pay and yeah. which ones you cannot pay. Yeah. But when you treat people with respect and when you communicate openly, that engenders trust. Yeah. And that is what pays off. Because when you treat people with respect and good intentions in bad times, mm-hmm. they know you're going to do the same in good times. It's easy to do it. When times are good, money's flowing. It's easy to be everybody's friend and, and happy, happy, happy. Those leaders that do it during bad times, I'm not talking about a phony sense of happiness. Now, people spot that a mile away. Mm. You've got to reach down and you've got to find that reason to be happy, to be positive, to be optimistic. And you have to not only feel it, you have to project it. Yeah. And it's more Would than you, just it's more than just rah-rah and, you know, exactly. positive, positive words. You actually got to be – you got to believe it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And and we've all heard that phrase, fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always, I've never cared for that. Um, but what I found early on in the Army as a young lieutenant, sometimes orders would come down that I didn't like. Mm. There were orders I really disagreed with. I, and behind closed doors with the boss, you'd say, hey, boss, I don't think this is bubble, whatever. And the boss says, hey, I heard you. Go execute. This is what we're doing. You salute, say, yes, sir. And then when you come out of that office and you go to your troops, they don't want to hear you say, well, you know, the commander's stupid. He's making us do this. But here's what we're going to do. <laughs> that creates the situation for failure. Sure. So when you go out yeah. there, you're selling it. And you've got to find, and I did, I would find the good side of whatever it was. No mm-hmm. matter how much I disagreed with it. I go back to the soldiers. Men, here's what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to do this. We're going to do this, and the payoff for us. And find that upside because there's always an upside. Yeah. Of course, there's a downside. Again, what do you choose to attend attend to? What do you want mm. to focus on? But and and you be forthright. Maybe this is not your first choice. I would I never never lie to your troops. Mm. Never lie to your employees. Yeah. Uh, you destroy your credibility. Those lies come out. Absolutely. Yep. But you you find that way. Yeah, Mark. I, I want to ask you. You know, because you you hit on something there that I think is is really interesting, and that is, 
you know, the, the communication aspect of this, right? The way that you're, you know, the way that you're, I always talk about, um, especially in marketing and media communications, it's all about simplifying and clarifying your message. And, you know, I think that, you know, over the last month, month and a half, uh, it's been very difficult to uh, have a simple and clear message. I saw a, a meme this morning and it was <laughs> it was kind of like a parody of like all the different advice we've been getting over the last mm-hmm. month, you know, and it's you do this, but also do this and it, like everything contradicts itself, you know. And so as from a leader's perspective, you know, whether you're running a small company or a large uh, organization um, here in West Virginia, you know, you've got to be able to, you know, to deliver simple and clear communication to your people, knowing that tomorrow that message might be something different because the information may change. How do you how do you um, how do you guide people in that in that process of communicating, you know, simple and clear messages to their people. Jim, you just brought up one of the most important things that a leader does, and that's render clarity. There's always ambiguity out there. There's an enormous number of shades of of gray, uh, but a leader has to give clarity. When I was in Iraq in 2009, the rules of engagement at, at at certain times, they were seven pages long. Mm. So you would have a private, maybe been in the Army a year and a half, two years, out there on a, an outpost, a guard point, and there's a vehicle coming to him, and he's got to figure out how and when he's allowed to, to use his, his weapon, what other means does he have, how does he engage that vehicle with the realization that you're dealing with culture and uh, language barriers. Uh, unfortunately, there were... Uh, non-combatants injured. There always are in a war zone. Uh, but the great leaders f- break it down to that lowest uh, member of the company and, and, and create clarity. So one of the ways to do that, one of the best ways to do that is to, is to be very re- clear and very reflective of your values and your organization's values. Mm. And when you clearly understand that and when you put things in terms of those values – so it's almost the difference between tactics and strategy, mm. right? Tactics yeah. is what you do every day. Strategy is the general direction that you're going. Mm. Uh, the leader has to has to put a foot in both those worlds. But that leader has to state things in terms of their values, their explicit values. Of course, the leader has to live those values. That's non-negotiable. But when you can you, – you must render your message in terms of those values to avoid that day-to-day whipsaw effect of, oh, today we're this, oh, today we're that. When you go down to the values level, you are able to maintain a consistent message. You know, So it may be, hey, today we're just washing hands, and then you come in the next day and things have changed. Okay, we're putting masks on, but let's remember we're always about safety, and we want to protect the people that we work with every day, mm. and that's where we are at. Even yeah. though the tactics may change, that's that's really important because we, as we've been talking with you know several leaders on on this podcast over the last month and a half or so, every single day, one of the things that we've been kind of inching towards, and I'm starting to to feel like this is a a reality right now, is the actual reopening. And uh, you know, getting back to business and what that's going to look like. What are what are some things that you're thinking 
uh, you know, how is this all going to unfold when we get the you know we get the restart button pushed and things start going? You kind of mentioned it's going to kind of slowly open up. What are some things that you're thinking about, and maybe some takeaways that we can take as as business owners and be thinking about it as we're planning for getting back to business? It's important now more than ever for a leader to take time to contemplate, to think, to plan, not simply allow him or herself to react to the situation. So take that time now, shape that gradual reopening the way you want it. What is your priority for your business? What's the most important thing? How are you going to get there? Then what's the next important thing? Another critical leadership skill is setting those priorities. Uh, and that's, that's where you lend clarity by clearly speaking, uh, understanding and laying out the priorities for your people. <sighs> and so those, I, I'm not going to predict, you know, when or whatnot. And right. I know you didn't ask me to. Yeah. Um, but I think that's the plan. I think it's going to def- defer from every business and every organization, yeah. whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's a barbershop and, and the barbershops and beauty shops have been hit so hard. Mm. Uh, or whether you go to the retail stores, you know, I'm in Clarksburg, Meadowbrook Mall, just up the road. They've been decimated, just absolutely crushed. There's going to be, and that's where that communication with all your stakeholders has to be ongoing. So you're talking to those people at least weekly to figure out where they're going. So you can act in accordance with them and you don't want to be in conflict with your stakeholders ever, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think about, you know, you know, like just to give you an example, um, a barbershop or hair salon or a restaurant communicating effectively to those constituents, the stakeholders, your customers, your employees, here's the steps that we're taking to make sure that everybody is going to be, taken care of your safety is a of priority and here's here's the five things that we're putting in place right and, and communicating those so that people know you know i don't i don't think the doors are going to open and people are going to rush in you can't just open the doors and say hey we're open and, and you're going to get that uh, that level of trust back mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. people expect that when they go into a, a place of business that they're going to be safe and i think people are going to my prediction is people are going to want to know that what are you guys doing to make sure that when I walk in there, or bring my family in there, that we're going to be okay? Great point. That's exactly right, Jim. And that's part of that communication message of of how you communicate to those customers or, or the other parties you interact, suppliers as well. Yeah, uh, exactly. When they're bringing things, and you you want to know from the suppliers what they're doing to protect those that they're not bringing goods that are are hopefully bearing any vestiges of the virus, sure. um, but also what they expect when they come into your place of business to deliver or drop off. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think it's all, all going to be very important as, as we go, you know, go through, through uh, the reopening phase of this. I want to remind our listeners today, our guest once again is Mark McMillian. He's the principal at McMillian Leadership Associates. He's a student. Uh, he graduated from West Point, uh, and he uh, served uh, in the military. And we're grateful for his service. He, his company uh, is really committed to delivering useful leadership training at all levels of a company. And that's really what we're talking about today is leadership and such an important thing. I, you know, uh, John Maxwell, one of the great leadership gurus of all time, has once said, and he's said it many times, but everything rises and falls on leadership. And I think, uh, you know, what we're seeing across 
uh, our government officials, uh, to companies, to, to, to individuals who are leading families and churches and communities uh, across America, and particularly in West Virginia, you can see, you know, it's kind of funny, you can see good leadership when you, when you see it, right? You, you recognize mm-hmm. it. Uh, and then I think by the, by the same token, you, you see bad leadership and you're like, wow, wow, geez, <laughs> you know, what's going on, you know? So I, yes. think, I think John Maxwell is very, very uh, spot on with that analysis. analysis. And I, I love that. I use it all the time. You know, everything rises and falls on leadership. Mark, one of the things that uh, that I'm I'm really paying attention to right now is some of the innovations that are going to come out of this, and I'm already seeing it. I mentioned my guest tomorrow at two, Julie Zerker, uh, with Sparkle Janitorial, and how she's innovating her business. I've seen it with uh, I had a, a fellow on the show a couple of uh, weeks ago, Ray Glimp, uh, with Get Fit Juices and Shakes, and how they're innovating and you know trying to uh, create a uh, a whole nonprofit. Uh, sector of their business that's going to be de- developing and le- uh, delivering uh, meals to heroes in West Virginia. And, and I love that kind of innovation, those different mm-hmm. ways of thinking. What are some of your thoughts on, on, on as we come out of this uh, in the next couple of months, innovation and what that's going to mean for people who are, uh, you know, buy into the whole notion of innovating their, their companies in the way they do things? It, innovation has to be in your DNA. And that stems from that that mentality of I want to get better. I want to, I want to make things better. I want to do it faster, cheaper, yeah. less people, mm-hmm. less resources, improve my profit margin. You know, one of the uh, leadership principles they teach at West Point is know yourself and seek self-improvement. And, and that, you know, from day one, they're, they're inculcating that into the cadets and to carry out into the army as officers. Mm-hmm. And I think you see great leaders do, it's panic is always the enemy because panic clouds your judgment. It, it just shuts down your emotions are out of control. Uh, it shuts down all your mental process that you need. Mm-hmm. Those who maintain their presence of mind are those looking for those opportunities. And they're the ones that are going to make the most, the quickest comeback from this crisis and see the most gains from this crisis. But yeah. I, I, you know, we, we, innovation is, is kind of one of those trendy buzzwords mm-hmm. we hear all the time now. But it, it has always been a way of life for uh, successful organizations. Mm-hmm. Uh, well before uh, the innovators' d- dilemma by uh, what's his name, the guy wrote it so many years ago in the late 90s now. But it, it has always been. And it, whether you look at generals and the, yeah. the military forces or you look at businessmen, Henry Ford. Uh, his innovative processes of mass assembly uh, revolutionized industry around the world. Yeah. You know, and that was from the early 1900s. It, there's no time limit on innovation. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think that's a good point, and I, I do I do believe that you know innovation doesn't have to be like, hey, we're really um, blowing up our company and starting over. You know, that's not what we're talking about. Although I do feel like everybody coming out of this uh, once we start reopening the country is going to be uh, in a uh, startup mode. We're all going to be start- we're all going to be startups. You know, to to mm-hmm. start- certain degree. But I'm talking about, you know, innovation could be just a simple process that you learned about or maybe leveraging technology. You know, I mean, this the fact that we're, you know, going live on on Facebook and being able to reach um, you know thousands of people each episode with these podcasts 
is pretty, you know, pretty crazy. It's innovative. You know, we've been going, we've been doing this since 2017, but leveraging some of the te- technology and the distribution network we have with our partner at WVNews.com is really an innovation, you know, that we we weren't taking advantage of. And so there could be things out there that you uh, that you have, but you just haven't been using them properly. And that could be an innovative process, right, or an innovative uh, use of uh, something that you already had, right? And so I don't, I don't think it has to be a groundbreaking uh, discovery to be called an innovation. I think it's just a changing the way that we do things and, and adapting to the you know, current situation that we're in and leveraging what we have and trying to help people. I don't know if it's Socrates, but someone said we stand on the shoulders of those who came before us so we can see farther. Yeah. And I think that speaks to, yeah, yes, big, wonderful wall crashing breakthroughs are are terrific but the but the slow and steady gains of of incremental improvements cannot be overestimated and and the reality is that's the way things move i remember when ebay uh came to the fore and people were talking about how revolutionary it was and i i had many conversations ebay wasn't revolutionary We've had uh, Swap Shop on the radio for years, which was a similar <laughs> concept. But the it trading was, it post. Was, exactly. But it was a great yeah. step in the evolution yeah. of buying and selling by individuals. Exactly. Uh, well, that's 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 a great point. Our, our guest once again is Mark McMillian, principal at McMillian Leadership Associates. They're out of Clarksburg, West Virginia. Mark, as we wrap up our time here today, what's the best way for people to learn more about you? Maybe uh, learn more about McMillian Leadership Associates, and maybe even get in touch with you. Sure, McMillianLeadership.com. M C M I L I O N. MC Million. I like to tell people I'm the McMillian Dollar Man. It's pronounced the same, <laughs> spelled the same. Uh, the website, I'm on Twitter, at MarkMcMillian91. Um, I am all over LinkedIn. Uh, I'm very active. I, I write. I sh- share some videos on LinkedIn as well. You've got a couple uh, books out, too. I do. I, yeah. I have some modest writings available on Amazon.com. Uh, I'm I'm very pleased. They're, they're not what I would call... Uh, massive hard to digest books they're written in everyday speech yeah. with the idea of people put them to work not uh put them on the shelf and and think about for years before they implement yeah. you, you read those things whether it's about how to make meetings go so much better or one of my favorite topics is performance feedback i, I just rarely are we taught how to give someone good feedback on how they're doing <sighs> but it, it is this strongest way to make your organization better is to grow your employees. Mm. Yeah, that's good stuff. And Mark, we'll make sure that we have links to all that in the show notes section of the podcast for sure. Mark, I want to thank you again for just being on the show today, uh, sharing some valuable leadership tips and tactics and, and strategies that we can use as we're in this pandemic and as we're working towards getting our way back out of this and, and open back up for business. I appreciate your military service. And just overall, I appreciate you being on the show, man. Jim, thank you. It's been my distinct pleasure. And thank you for what you're doing for West Virginia, highlighting all the good things. We, we forget who we are sometimes and we forget <laughs> how successful West Virginians are both in inside the state and on, on the much greater stages. Yeah, and well. I I tell you, I love what you're doing, and I appreciate it immensely. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia. 
COVID-19 Daily Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought you some valuable insight that you could use in your business today as we all work to navigate these uncharted waters. I also want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues for the foreseeable future uh, with these special edition business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.